0: hello everyone we are back and of course something would happen naturally that would completely that would be completely in line with what we've already been talking about this show for the last like 10 episodes um no we've talked about this probably I don't know. Five different times, six different times. in The last thirty easily. episodes, like easily, easily, and that, and I mean that
1: is like full on episodes. Yeah, like, like that's the theme. It hasn't yes. just come up theoretically.
0: What do you mean like, theoretically? You mean you mean like tangentially?
1: No, but also like, hey, this is a concept that we should talk about. People kind of freaking oh, out. Oh yeah, like, it's it's a it's like a, it's been the a thing. theme of it. Yeah, it's not just kind of like a maybe, kind of sort of, or even tangentially also works for that. Yeah. Like where it just kind of is a part of something like, no, it's the central focus in a real life situation, you know, with real life stories. And then of course something happens that is also a real life.
0: Like Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, and that's, what's funny is uh, actually quite a, quite a bit of the the times we've talked about this. It's been basically in direct response to like some current event, right? right like yeah. the first time we talked about yeah. modesty culture, it was because of a, ch- a ch- a showdown in a Methodist church bathroom. Like this is, this isn't, you know, well, that's not the first time we've talked about it, but like one of the first times that we addressed that topic. And so I
1: am, It, it definitely spurred it.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm incredibly thankful that we have the platform that we do to be able to talk about this stuff. Um, because the other thing that this does, and this is why, like, honestly, as much as, as much as I hate that a lot of podcasts start that don't, you know, continue that don't, um, that don't take it seriously. The one thing that I'm grateful for and almost would encourage people to do is add some form, you know, in the same way that now we have to work out because we're no longer like hand building our own cabins or whatever. Like we actually have to work out our bodies because we wouldn't we don't have to walk as much or run as much or anything. In the same way, I think we need to intentionally structure conversation the same way that we work out. Um, in order to actually process and properly react to information that comes our way. Um, that's like the one thing in the last three years that the podcasting has really helped me with is it forces me knowing that I'm going to have to have a conversation with someone for an hour about a topic and trying to figure out all the different angles and research. Like it, 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 helps me put together what my actual thoughts are on the matter and, come up with some sort of coherent thought as to like what I'm talking about right so I'm not just reacting viscerally right. and immediately but rather podcasting makes me have to slow down because i have Stop. a planned conversation coming mm-hmm. i research it i look at several different articles videos whatever on the topic and now i have a formed like i have an informed opinion regardless of whether or not someone agrees with my opinion i have an informed opinion about a topic and now the the conversations that i have are much at, our, at a higher level i would say and generally more respectful as a result like that's the one thing i'm really really grateful for podcasting for
1: yeah it adds a level <clears throat> it adds a level of intentionality. Mm-hmm. I think that like you, you really, you don't get because of social media. Like when you're putting up a snap, um, like I th- I'd say probably TikTok does the same thing yeah. to a degree. Um, cause you, you kind of have to edit it and set it up. And so there's a little bit more vine, I think also had some, mm-hmm. uh, uh, intentionality mm-hmm. to it. Um, but I know like a lot of Snapchat, a lot of um, Twitter, definitely a lot of Facebook um, gets shared and posted kind of without thought. Somebody sent me something the other day, like another conspiracy theory, an old uh, member of mine put up a conspiracy theory about like, oh, you know, the Pope is telling Trump and it's clearly not (laughs) correct. Like it's a screenshot of a screenshot. You know what I mean? Like that kind of a thing where it's like, it's in grainy, uh, you know, I, the ring font, um, <laughs> you know, horror movie, you know, black, yeah. sketchy on white. Like it just looks, it looks like something Mr. Robot would put to threaten, you know what I mean? Like to th- just, just something, something totally ridiculous. And in my head, I'm like, there's this, there's no source, there's no nothing to it. Like how are you still putting this out there and not recognizing it as clearly being, even if it's true, that source isn't mm. where you're going to get it. Well, I was... And it's just like... it's, But that's the nature of social media is you don't have to be intentional. You can just, oh, this is good. Share. Yes. Well, and, and I was actually floored
0: because you know all the... You know how like a bunch of Republican senators or congressmen have come out whenever there's a natural disaster in a major city and they're always like, this is God's judgment to them or judgment, God's judgment on the gays or whatever. And I was always glad because I didn't really... Up until now, and maybe it was just me being Patrick and living under a rock, but I uh I don't remember really seeing a lot of Adventists say stuff like that unless it was just like a regular, like run-of-the-mill conspiracy theory Adventist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So like I never, I didn't see it within my own denomination until today. When I literally no. discovered a video sponsored no. by amazing facts oh, of a guy in his car yeah. talking about the coronavirus being God's, potentially God's yeah. judgment on China for, yeah. for the, for the camps and everything else. And I'm like, man, we were doing so well.
1: I thought it was, clearly it was fringe. Clearly it's God's judgment for them not sticking to the dietary principles that he outlined. Clearly. Yeah. This I is, don't. From Revelation.
0: Yeah, I it just I was really I was really bummed to see that kind of thing. Like I don't think we are the ones that that just get to declare that, but that's neither here nor there. Um I don't think declaring it even really helps anyone. So well,
1: the crazy thing to me though is that you have this type of reaction to events that Christians have that is like I would. I, I want to say tangentially tied to the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I found a verse on the color red. Clearly, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. scarlet woman. Like you get those types of reactions, and that it segues really nicely into what we're going to talk about today. But that 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 type of reaction is is all too common in the Christian world, and I feel like so many people don't have that level of intentionality. They just react, and they think about it, and they just put like, "Oh, these are my feelings and thoughts." Because someone else has told me, yep. Um, I saw a video the other day, uh, and it's, it's. I will totally admit I follow the uh, uh, this Twitter account that puts up like the worst. I'm sure edited, but still. Oh, is this the sermons? Whole, yeah, one? IFB. Yeah, the yeah. IFB, the International or Independent Fundamental Baptist um, thing. And this is the I still believe like grandma song, and it was just kill me because they're like. All these things, like I still believe, like Grandma, because you know women knew their place and didn't have opinions and didn't criticize, like all this type of stuff. And I'm like, literally, none of that has anything to do with the Bible. Like, nope. Quite literally, none of that has anything to do with the Bible, and it's hilarious to me because like they associate, but it's that it's that same type of thing mm-hmm. where there there was an un- unintentional. Unintention, like an intentional ignorance about it mm-hmm. and it's just it cracks me up which again is what podcasting forces me at least to do because there's a level of accountability where if i'm saying something because i want to be taken seriously and because i don't just want to pander to the crowd that mm-hmm. i necessarily agree with it's like all right well I, I think we should talk about this and to get both sides of the coin talking about it um mm. we need to be as accurate as we possibly can. That being said, I still get angry emails from people, but <laughs> um <laughs>
0: Sounds like a personal problem.
1: That's a oh no, yeah, that's it's because of my my TikToks that I do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I that's why I don't ever Mostly. produce TikTok videos. If I, I, think- I ever
1: that you will never find a tiktok of me and if you do find one it's fake that's a deep fake
0: <laughs> i uh i coined this i don't know i don't know if i actually coined it or not but i'm addicted to saying it now the other night with my girlfriend i was like i uh my life is full of tiktokable moments and the word tiktokable <laughs> is just so fun to say but the problem is like <laughs> My it's life so is full though. of those moments. It's so but, true. Like you has to be recording. I don't because like, it's just gonna them. happen. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like oh, I don't yeah. recognize
0: it before. I don't plan it. Like the like the night that this yeah. happened, I was eating a Taco Bell burrito, and she was next to me. And she gets up and she turns around just in time to see me just chuck the the bottom part of this burrito where there's still like in, a square inch of it left all around. Um, I just chuck it up into the air and try to catch it in my mouth. And it just hits me in the face, and then I like, <laughs> and I'm trying to like bobble, like I'm trying to like fumble it, uh, and I and I catch uh, uh, it. I actually end up catching it in my hands, oh, not wow. obviously, and then I can finish it. But like, she turns around just in time to watch all of that play out, and I gave no warning. I just sat up randomly and did it, and that yeah. was that was what what spawned that. So you're welcome for a, a peek into what my
1: life is like. <laughs> scarily, scarily um, s- similar to mine. I the word isn't similar that I was going to use, but similar works. so. Facts. So now about what we're actually going to talk about. Meh.
0: Yeah, which, yeah, we alluded to, and then never, and then we got off on on tangents and never said, which is, we are talking about the title of this episode, Sexism, Immorality, and a Superb Owl. Which, by the way, if you go to reddit.com slash r slash Super Bowl, it's not the Super Bowl. You're welcome. Um, It's the greatest thing ever. But... Um no I think I think this is a good time to talk about this cuz it is in line with the things that we've been talking about and that is um the halftime show with Shakira yep. and J Lo. Um now I was driving back from Charlotte during the Super Bowl from a work trip um actually from Awaken and um which we advertised for and to those of you that bought a ticket and went under are using our discount code thank you. Um the but I remember seeing something afterwards. I saw students texting about it, and um, then I started seeing the outroar uh, or the outrage on Twitter. outroar, uproar, or outrage on Twitter, all about, um, all about the, um, all about the Super Bowl halftime show and how about raunchy it is. And the one consistent theme I kept seeing, and it wasn't even like it. It. <laughs> it wasn't even that like people were seeing someone else say this and, and they were saying it, but like, because someone else said it, they were saying this on their own, which is like, you know, we've fallen so far from God and society that we would allow a halftime show like this and that we would, you know, celebrate this kind of behavior on stage. And like, I, I get it. Like I get what they're saying and I get why they're saying it. Um, I just man, I don't know. Um, I mean, I do know how I feel about this, but I don't right, right. I don't, but, I don't but, know that yeah. this is the stand to take. I don't know that this is the thing to be outraged about, but I guess we'll we'll'll we'll, we'll get into this. but yeah, there's been a ton of there's been a ton of outrage over this, um, because it was raunchy. There was
1: pole dancing. they were wearing, you know, apparently virtually nothing. Um, so I think we have to like explain a few things to our non-American followers. Uh, the Super Bowl in case you don't know, is (laughs) the biggest event, and I'm not joking, in television... Yeah, um, easy. ...for the entire year. Uh, It's basically for one day. It's like if the entire World Cup was one day um, for America. And so it's it's American football. The two teams from leagues play each other. It's a big deal. So... Those of you who didn't know what the Super Bowl is—that's what it is. It's the culminating game of the football season, and the 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 American win that win the championship. American football, American football, not footy. Yes. Um, And so, it's a really big deal. And ever since the 1990s, the halftime show has been a big. So basically in, oh, gosh, and I had the year in my brain. In 19, I want to say 93, they invited Michael Jackson. It could have been 87. I am not sure. Um, they basically invited Michael Jackson to come in and do music. And he put on such an incredible performance that from that point on, they started doing musical performances. Mm. And then in 2005, I want to say... There was an incident uh, with Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. Oh, I feel like it was
0: earlier than 2005.
1: I want to say it was 2004, 2005. I was already in Arizona.
0: I'm going to look it up, but keep talking.
1: I know that much. Um, It was somewhere in the early 2000s. Justin Timberlake pulled a thing and exposed Janet Jackson's uh, left bosom, shall we say um oh, it was 2004 it was, wow well done 2004 see yeah nailed it well um, done I, I knew i was in arizona i remember because it this was this would have been the first super bowl i watched in arizona and i just remember like we had gone to play video games in another room and all the adults were just like not even aware that it happened and then after the game there was just a big hullabaloo or or sorry after the event that was just this big hullabaloo and they're like what even happened like they didn't even see it because Nobody, you know, was kind of like paying a close attention. Yeah. Um. And then after that, it just became a big deal, and they went with like a bunch of old school, non-controversial people. Um. And then Beyonce came on, and everyone freaked out again. Um. And now this time, so it's not like the Super Bowl halftime show has been without controversy. Um. I would actually say that the Justin
0: Timberlake janet jackson incident was really a watershed moment it was a real turning point because that was the year that all of the all christian churches that used to do super bowl parties which i guess they can't call them that anymore um without the express written consent of the nfl and roger goodell um and like all these christian private schools that would do it like my college too, my you know our our alma mater included yeah uh, they that, they have after to that it year, out. now yeah. they just don't watch the, the halftime show anymore. They refuse yeah, to broadcast it. They black it. it out.
1: Yep. Which, I mean, well, okay. So it's been basically the point of, of all that is to basically explain like it, it's had controversy before. Um, it's not something that was always present and it's and it's had controversy before. So now let's get to this particular incident in two, the 2020 Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. So I... So yeah, this is JLo and Shakira. Um, there is a stripper pole uh, apparently, or a pole dancing involved. Not like I, I guess stripper pole was the wrong terminology there, but it was pole I mean, dancing.
1: Pole dancing. Were, clothes were removed, but yeah, yes, yes it but it wasn't that kind of pole. thing.
0: No. Um, which, as an aside, I did see today an image um, of a of inside a Miami. Strip club after right after the one? Super Bowl, yeah,
1: the dollar bills and everywhere. The, there are dollar crazy. bills. So like
0: these these people were walking around ankle deep in dollar it bills, looks like, all over it the looks ground, like snow. Post Malone and a bunch of others were literally like like we're we're there with bundles of cash, and Post Malone was literally just handing out ones to people to throw. Like it was it it's
1: insane. Um, so Did that's you why only bring I bring up that story so that you could say Post Malone accurate. Um,
0: Dang it. But the, but that's
1: why I say this wasn't a stripper bowl because there's actually stripping going yeah, on no, around at yeah. the time of the also, Super Bowl. I would like to point out that you have created a monster because I was at a, a Super Bowl game with nobody there associated with this podcast officially. And the Post Malone uh, Super Bowl commercial popped up and everyone turned and looked at me. So I hope you're happy. Now wait, How did if they're not associated with this you.
0: podcast, then how did they look at you and, and like they just did that on their own? How did I yeah, create it's the just, monster?
1: They've they've heard either jokes you made recording in the house, they've heard uh <laughs> jokes that other people have started. You have started this. I hope you're happy. You and and uh
0: This is incredible. Um, this is the best news it was, all it day. was you
1: and it was you and uh uh Rick. Rick, yeah, our you our and Rick Anderson boss, Jr. Yeah. And, can can hold yourselves accountable. By the way, Rick, thank you for Mookie bets. Very happy. Ooh, that's 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 yeah. that's rough.
0: Yeah, uh, it is rough. that
1: was that was a harsh one. Um, yeah, you know what? For Post Malone, that's a fair trade. I'll take for, it for Post Malone. Let's for the fair for trade. the Posty comparison. It's yeah, a, but yeah, so, that, so yeah. that's a freebie. But yeah, like it 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 literally there were <laughs> there are strip clubs in Miami that people were there at. So no, it was it's not a fair comparison, but there was a pull.
0: Yes, so you know, this whole, this whole thing is basically is seen as inappropriate, as raunchy, as, um, as gross, as whatever, as degrading, all of this stuff. And like, I will say to some extent, I've seen some mixed reactions too. like, I've seen, um, I, I've seen a couple women say, you know, while there's nothing wrong with a woman being able to do what they did. Um, it's sad that anyone feels like that's the way that they should be able to earn respect or make sales or whatever. Um, and then I've seen people encouraging women to say like, Hey, make sure that you're being empowered and respected for your voice instead of your body and and what you are or are not wearing. And I think there's, I, I think there's some validity there. Um, however, I, I think I would disagree with that only in, only in as much to say that like to some level, if, if you're limiting the way that someone can, can decide to have respect or, you know, decide to, you know, live their life to some level, to some degree, right? I mean, there's a, there is a, there is a line, I think, but, um, then you're no longer, then you're doing the opposite of empowerment. You're telling them that the only way that they should be able to do this or can do this is if you do it the way that I prefer for you to do
1: it. Does that make sense? Right. right and now yeah. I
0: only say that to a, to a, to a, there's, there is a point where that's no longer the
1: case. If I feel like I'm, right, I, yeah, 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 yeah. But, it, but yeah, but that's, essentially what you're saying
0: yeah my favorite was was the this is probably one of the only times where the whataboutism i thought was fair um where all the memes were like white moms during (laughs) white moms during last year's halftime show and it's adam levine Levine. with his shirtless and it's like this mom like freaking out and then it's um like in a positive way like oh my god yeah like oh my god this is so amazing and then it's underneath it is this year's and it's it's a karen um, yeah. it's the, it's no, that, it's
1: the, the, the lady the, that was yeah. calling the police on the, yeah.
0: Yes. Um, <laughs> and that's like that. Yeah. I will say like that, that in itself, I, it is what about like, what about this? You know, you didn't react this way to this, but at the same time, I actually agree with this more so than I would be willing to call it a, a fallacy because like that it's true. Like that, that really does point to a double standard of like, it is okay. As long as the guy does it. In fact, it's even celebrated when the guy does it. But when the girl shows anything or does anything like that, now granted, Adam Levine wasn't on a a, a pole, you know, wasn't dancing on a pole. Fair, fair enough. His shirt
1: was off for a long Long time. time. Yep, like it wasn't like it was kind of sort of like he was on for a long, long time.
0: Yep, and I saw half the show, and I see no one saying. I see no one saying, men, make sure that you are earning respect for your voice over your, you know, and and your thoughts and and you know, your are being then your body. Now, granted there's a lot of men that probably don't even need to be told that because like, that's the, that's the nature of being in an inherently patriarchal system to some extent,
1: but still Plus, like- it, it's, it's not like, and I just want to point this out it has nothing to do with this argument, but Shakira and JLo literally built their media empires on their ability to dance Yep. I won't say in necessarily scantily outfits, but that usually occurs. But like literally, mm-hmm. that is what they built their empire on. So I, I kind of feel like if you saw that and you thought, hey, it's Shakira and j and you had absolutely no clue who they were, that mm-hmm. is more of a, you know what I mean? Like that needs to be. A bigger question, and 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 also, like again, if at this point you're letting your kids watch the the Super Bowl halftime show, you're the idiot.
0: Yeah, well, well, I I wouldn't go that far. I would not go that far. Well,
1: I, if you if you uh, if, if you're, you if are you're watching, letting it, expecting it to just there you not go. Be, I would give you that one. <laughs> Right. Well, okay, and that can, and complain if you yes. if you do it and complain at this point, it's like all right, that's on you. If you really thought that it was just going to be them showing up in non-outfits, yes. Madonna came on, and I I was that was the only one where I was like, I ah, 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 no. Mm. no, 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 because it was just like it just I it mean, had nothing to do with her age or anything. It was like no, you're 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 fifty-seven, like. Yeah, you know I mean, that was more my issue. Was like, oh, come on, the time—the time has come. Do your hits. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like, that would have been a way better one than than for you to come on and try to to you know, just like, ooh, like that. No. Well, no. and
0: and you know what, I want to. I'm gonna I'm gonna enter a new criticism here. Um, one that I haven't seen anywhere. Maybe you have, and if you have, then it's, I guess it's not new. Go for uh, it. In, in a time where we're talking about women being, you know, we need to be respected for our, for our our talents and abilities and our and our you know, being and in, in whatever instead of our bodies and whether or not we're scantily clad, well, then why the heck are we not also honoring how freaking great Demi Lovato's national anthem was at the beginning? In fact, we're so overshadowing that because we're too busy over here criticizing the decisions and actions of Shakira and JLo, which to be fair, I don't even know what the length or what the, the level of input they had on this was. I imagine quite a lot. And so at at some point too, if this was their decision to do, then this was their decision to do. And I'm going to respect that to some level, even if, even if it's not, even if the style of performance isn't something I would watch or in line with whatever my value system is or belief system is like, I'm going to respect their decision to, or respect their yeah. their ability to decide, right? Like, but that's the thing. If this were really, to me, if this was really about empowerment, we would be talking less negatively about Shakira and JLo and more positively about Demi Lovato's well-dressed, not scantily clad. I, I, would, I, would, I would say incredibly modest by comparison if you're going by that, that, that antiquated definition of modest, right? Um, the one that we both hate. Um, and incredibly talented national anthem. Like she killed
1: it. Um, her runs were
0: incredible it, it, her
1: performance in a, was incredible and in, on a scale of one Whitney Houston to the actual Whitney Houston she was a good six or seven Whitney Houstons
0: yeah I would yeah I can give you that that's a great scale I would give it a because, perfect five out of seven that's what I would give yeah it.
1: yeah yeah because yeah. Whitney like ch- changed the way people sang the national anthem but like she did a really good job and this is the thing that I think I think you brought up an excellent point, which is why aren't we focusing on other things? And and what frustrates me is Britney Spears did the same thing. I want to say four years before Janet Jackson, like she came on very scantily clad. I remember the same exact criticisms then 19 years ago people were complaining about the exact same thing. I, I remember the exact same complaints about Christian Aguilera, uh, 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 Britney Spears, all oh, the are sexual... I, you know, has... I... I I'm not going to say who because he is very crass, but there is an excellent uh, Scottish stand-up comedian who is Daniel Sloss who um, does a bit about all this where they're like, oh, well, it's affecting the children. He's like, okay, well, how is it affecting them? Well, they're going to want to wear those clothes. Okay, well, don't buy them those clothes. Your nine-year-old doesn't have a job. (laughs) Like, you have way more influence on them than the show does. Oh, well, it encourages pedophiles. Um, No, because normal people aren't attracted to kids because they're kids. It's not their fashion choice. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it, 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 this is the type of thing that get like, where's okay. The moral outrage. so millions of kids were watching this. I, <laughs> there are so many other things mm-hmm. than 13 minutes. You know what I mean? There's yeah, so man. many other things. Well, this that is are way more yeah. detrimental to them. I'm, I'm not saying that this is good or right. I'm not saying that, but it's like, if that's the reason why you're getting angry, is to say that oh well we're we're only saying that women are empowered for that okay are we paying women scientists yeah women scientists are still getting paid 70% like they're still you know what I mean yeah like we're, we're not so I think your point is dead on why are we talking about Demi Lovato
0: yeah why are we talking positive things too right why are we why are we only spotlighting this stuff and granted I get that the Super Bowl halftime show itself is spotlighted but so is the national anthem. But no one talks about that. Like I I just, it it just, yeah, it makes me angry because what it does is it tells me how thinly veiled this sexism actually is. That's what it does to me. And so
1: Franklin Graham had a really big reaction to this. I'm glad
0: you said it because I was about to come after Franklin Graham next. So I'm ready.
1: Yeah, so um and you can read the actual quote if you want. I'm just going to kind of bring this up. Basically, he criticized it, and it's the the main points that I said. that Oh, you know, it's failing, millions of kids, all this type of stuff. Franklin Graham, in trying to be a moral arbiter and saying that this is disgusting, supports a man who cheated on his... (laughs) nude model fourth wife while she was pregnant with her son with a porn star and paid hush money to cover it up. That's more Franklin Graham's moral high ground. That's the mountain that he has locked himself onto to then look down upon these women and say, shame on you. Now, Whatever else he says, I just want you all to understand this, that this man has said that it is perfectly fine for
0: the President, who's the a President
1: male. of the United States, to get away with that behavior, and for him to hire a lawyer who went on a public a public parade with his mistress by his side while his wife was fighting cancer, okay? understand that regardless of where your politics lie, understand from a moral standpoint, this is where Franklin Graham has said, I'm fine drawing the line here. Now, that being said, Becker, what did Franklin Graham have to say? (laughs) All right. So this is what he said
0: on Facebook. I don't expect the world to act like the church, but our country has had a sense of moral decency on
1: primetime television in order to protect children. I would like to point out that the the show Lucifer is on primetime television. Anyone can watch mm-hmm. the show. Supernatural is on primetime television. Uh, Riverdale is on primetime television. Uh, Wait, Riverdale on Netflix. No, no, no. Riverdale is. is, oh, it is CW. CW. You're right. It's it is CW. CW. You're right. So I'm it's sorry. on primetime. Um, Friends is on. Was on primetime television for a long time. Uh, just, just. Pointing that out. Yep. Sorry to interrupt. Continue.
0: We see that disappearing before our eyes. It was demonstrated tonight in the Pepsi Super Bowl halftime show with millions of children watching. This exhibition was Pepsi showing young girls that sexual exploitation of women is okay. With the exploitation of women on the rise worldwide, instead of lowering the standard, we as a society should be raising it. I'm disappointed in Pepsi and the NFL. Okay. Here's why this bothers me. Because Tell me what bothers you. I don't, I cannot, I mean, aside from, aside from what you've just shared, which yes, that bothers me. What bothers me is I have no idea what efforts Franklin Graham is actually putting in to protect women or to, uh, to raise the standard for women or, you know what I mean? Like to actually empower and uplift and create equality in that sense. There's nothing I see doing that. In fact, I see what he, him doing is empowering and enabling the exact opposite to happen. And then he's going to say shame on Pepsi and the NFL for um, for allowing this to happen while he directly supported and endorsed and used his entire platform as an evangelist and a, and the most, probably the most uh, famous evangelist in modern history uh, using that platform earned in that name to, to do so, right. That to me doesn't like, I'm not okay with that. A, but B Millions of children are not just watching the Super Bowl halftime sure show; they're watching everything else play out. Yeah, and to me, yeah. like outside of that, and I think there are more things. There are more things that are having a greater impact on them than not. Um, and one, and I'm just going to jump to this because I think this is this is a point that I want to make anyway. One of the facts, like straight up, one of the facts in. Is that around major sporting events like the Super Bowl, like the NFL Finals, like the World Series, whatever? One of the NBA All Star Game. Yep. One of the major spikes uh, in in crime is around
1: human trafficking. It's huge. Um, the The two largest events for human trafficking are the Super Bowl and the NBA ha- uh, uh, halftime uh, All Star game. Halftime game. Um, halftime game. Uh, All Star game. Like known by. FBI, NSA, like it's known for a fact.
0: Yep. Now, while we're going to say shame on the NFL for allowing this to happen, and I want to find it again because I believe that, um, yeah, check this out. Um, in, tw- in July 2019, the MLB All-Star, uh, the All-Star game in Cleveland, was also thought to be a target for human trafficking. Similar to preparation that takes place in host cities of the Super Bowl, Cleveland hotels train their staffs to spot the signs of human trafficking And within MLB, the efforts don't stop there. Many MLB players have individually supported national efforts to combat human trafficking. In February, 2019, the MLB and the MLB Players Association announced a commitment of 500,000 through 2021 to nonprofit organizations focused on education and programming to stop human trafficking, right? And that's, I mean, the NFL has jumped in on this, um, and has donated money as well. And I'm like scrolling through this article, trying to find the specific like reference, um, but there is like they're actually doing something to combat the problem the real problems of sexual exploitation of women that are happening around these events and we're over here talking about a halftime show like are really that like that's the hill to die on is the halftime show that's so, that's the
1: morally reprehensible thing that happens during yeah. major sporting events so okay so i i I want to come back because but i I want to point out these other things because I think this whataboutism is definitely earned.
0: I agree 100%. I agree with you this on is this. not
1: this is not a deflection. This is like no. we're talking like, about
0: the, we are actually talking about the wrong thing.
1: Why yeah. But I want to go I want to talk about the actual show itself, okay? I want to just point something out. Okay? We say that uh, well, this is the sexual exploitation of women. And this is bad. This is wrong. Do they also attack the fashion industry? Do they go after Victoria's Secret? Are they talking about Taylor Swift? Um, He Swizzle. Are they offended by Sports Illustrated? I don't know. I don't hear that. But that's the whole point, isn't it? I don't hear it. Um, The other thing that I'd like to talk about, specifically in this, was it right for them to do that? Whether it's right or not, it pays well. And you know who's paying for it? The people that are so offended by it. Because these, these two women did not make the type of money that they have made in their life solely from minority audiences. Okay? They didn't. In fact, their music sales have now spiked afterwards as well. Their music sales have spiked. Now, Shakira is more of an international audience, but what's fascinating to me is if you actually look at her audience, most of her audience comes from much more conservative societies. Much more conservative than... I mean, she's half Lebanese. Like, are you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. what's funny to me is her belly dancing act would not be considered offensive in Turkey. It would not be considered offensive in the majority of the middle East, perhaps in some of the more conservative Shiite, you know, Afghanistan, Pakistan, but Pakistan, India. Nope. They're going to be like, this is, this is cultural. Uh, uh, what's the, um, where where I can see uh, um, representation, right? Yes, this is our culture. Um, the little tongue thing she did—that's a—that's a Middle Eastern. It's a Middle Eastern thing. It's a very common. Oh! It's a very common Middle Eastern. I apologize to our uh, editor, who's now going to have to <laughs> deal with that spike in noise. Um, that's very very common. So while we were totally offended by this. Uh, the majority of places that are more conservative are like, oh no, this is perfectly acceptable by our culture. If we're going to, <laughs> it's so easy for us to sit there and be like, oh, that was totally offensive. You know what? Don't watch, don't pay for it. You know how you if you want that to go away, I mean, seriously, seriously, if you want it to go away, don't pay for it. The problem is it, it works. Mm. It works. We support it with our money. So, it, You know, I, 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 I'm, it frustrates me to no end because it's, it's this easy pointing and, and, oh, this is so offensive. It's so terrible. It's so, it's so awful. It's like, really, really? Because they're dirt poor. That's, that's why. Oh, well, it's wrong that they should be exploited like that. Really? Really? I don't feel like paying them money is exploiting them. Yeah. They're making money. If that didn't work, they would do something else. I'd also like to point out that a lot of JLo's money has come from her uh, fashion line, has come from like it's come from things that don't directly involve her, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, exploiting her body. But hey, she's done it this is the thing that nobody realizes. We've talked about this with purity culture. When you create a culture where the only thing that a woman has of value is her purity, what you're saying is your body is the only thing that matters. Mm -hmm. And then the actions as a society that we have taken corroborate that subconscious uh, lesson that we have taught them because now we are paying them for that Only commodity. And I would
0: add that even the way we've talked about this plays into that perfectly because if I hadn't seen the Super Bowl halftime show myself later, I'd still have no idea what actually happened. All I would know is that we apparently sexually exploited women by allowing this performance. That's apparently all that I that that I would know. I would absolutely know nothing of the quality of their performance. And in every other year, I've always heard about the quality being the thing that gets talked about the most. Oh, it
1: was really good. It was really great. Or it
0: was terrible. I mean,
1: you know, what cracks me up is like Beyonce dance like crazy. They went crazy on her. Mm -hmm. They went nuts. They were going crazy. Oh, it's so offensive. Okay. And then the next year something happens and the next year something happens. And then, and then all of a sudden women come up again and it's like, oh, they're sexually exploited. It's like, wait, 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 wait. So this only happens when it's women and it only happens when it's women of, that happened just so happen to be black and Hispanic. Right? Yeah. Because I again I didn't hear any complaints when it was Madonna. From this, I didn't hear any complaints. Mm-hmm. When Katy Perry came up on the oh, all the conspiracy theories came out. When Lady Gaga was out and oh, all the conspiracy theories came out. But I didn't hear Franklin Graham stepping up saying that this was terribly offensive and horrible and wrong. Mm -hmm. Now, whether or not, again, this is a whataboutism. It's true, but this is the thing. It's like, all right, well, I want to see if your moral outrage is justified. My reaction to it was like, yeah, it's J-Lo. And like, I know J-Lo's career. I know Shakira's career. I know what they made it on. It was like, yeah, they did a really good job. That's their shtick. Yeah. That's their thing. I don't expect the Pussycat Dolls to go up there and, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. sing acapella in flower stock. I know what they made their money on. Um, Pussycat Dolls doing a reunion tour. So this is irrelevant. This is not <laughs> a throwback. This is a relevant comment. Um, but that's the thing that frustrates me is all these other things come out. That was my reaction to the halftime show was I watched it live and I said, okay, yeah, this is their thing. It's not my thing. It's a, they look really good for their age. Uh, go Puerto Rico, vamos Boricua. Like that was my, that was it. Well, it was there's, like, oh, kids in cages. Interesting thought.
0: So two things I want to add here. A, I, I want to make sure I went back and, and made sure that I referenced this. I did find um, where it says the 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 NFL has been involved in... in
1: which it is, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So there's something called, since 2014, there's the It's a Penalty ad campaign, global ad campaign, which features, um, it, it, it's focused on the power of sports to address human trafficking issues related to sporting events, including the Super Bowl. Seven FNL, FNL, seven NFL, NFL. players um, all have supported the campaign, uh, lent their voices and, and, and presence to film campaigns that have gone out. Um, on top of that, um, the Super Bowl host committee, in partnership with hotels and Uber, among others, have also worked to to you know spread this and try to actually use their platform to discourage human trafficking. So I, I wanted to be fair, make sure that I, I I got back to that, so no one thought I was just pulling that out of nowhere. The second thing I want to say is this, and it's to to one of the first things you said about culture, which is that I've actually seen multiple Hispanic women speak out and say that this was they they when they saw the Super Bowl halftime show, they actually saw their cultures being celebrated. And an interesting thing then that comes out of that is what ends up happening when (laughs) I I may get blasted for this. I don't really care. Um, When a bunch of white people come out and say that this thing, because out of cultural ignorance, this thing is um, sexually exploitative and I don't like it and it's not okay. And we shouldn't be doing this. And everyone else who sees their culture being actually in, in some way, shape or form being represented and almost celebrated um, you know, then what? What we're telling them is, if the white people don't like it, then it's not okay, right? Then, then my culture must change, and that that now we are the the white people become the final arbiters on what is what what cultural Morally, things are yeah. okay and not okay, whether we yeah. like it or not. Like that's the message that gets sent. Now I, and and the, you you had mentioned some very specific things that are cultural. There, but I, I, that is something that I saw is a lot of people started to feel discouraged because now that their culture is being represented, now it's only being lambasted as exploitative and, and, and harmful.
1: Right. And, and I would like to point out that the, the pole dancing part wasn't the entire thing. It wasn't even most of it. Um, yeah, Shakira did a little belly dancing, but she also did a really famous dance from Barranquilla that's actually really hard to do. It's called uh, Chotafe, I want to say, or Chotaje something like that, and it's a really difficult dance to do. She did that. That took more time to do. That That choreography routine took more time to do than the entire mm. pole routine did, which, again, I would like to point out, yes, it happened, we're all talking about 13 minutes. Yep. Um. And I want to point something out. Franklin Graham says, shame on the NFL. And Pepsi. And Pepsi. I, I, I We won't have time to go into Pepsi and Nestle and all the horrible things, things that, that they they're guess. doing to the environment because um, they're like Halliburton now. They just own everything. So it's like, It's like that scene from uh, The Good Place where they're like, it's basically impossible to be a good person anymore uh, because everything is bad. Yep. Um, And we're all dying. Uh, Ragnarok is coming. Anyway, um, this is what's crazy to me. The NFL has way more things that we should be shaming them for. Do you want to bring up the clip or do you, do you want me to bring it up? Um, I can bring it up. You introduce um, it. You introduce yeah, it. But the, there there are way... So that... Before we get into this next part, there are way more things... Yep. ...that we should be shaming the NFL for.
0: Yep. And and I will say this too. Uh, it, it, the thing the thing to shame Pepsi for is that it's Pepsi. All right. Now that I've gotten that joke out of the way... Um,
1: hey, 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 I come from a Pepsi family. Well, so
0: you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm kidding, is, i I, I love Sierra mist. They own Dr.. Pepper, I, I so. love
0: Sierra mist. Um no, okay. so there's a there's a short YouTube clip you can find of Malcolm Gladwell doing an interview um where he talks about where he starts. So we're gonna flip it up. yeah, uh, it's only about three and a half minutes, ish, yeah. so you can find it in the show notes. Not um and this actually comes out of the back of a him writing about it. but b, he also did he has a podcast called revisionist History, which is excellent, by the way. He does one on the history Fantastic. of the McDonald's Fry. Um, and how it became, you know, less tasty over the years um, and why. But he did an episode on CTE, which is chronic traumatic encephalopathy.
1: And this is a brain... You said that so well. I'd like to just take a moment and and (laughs) applaud you for nailing that on the first try. Um, I said that about 900 million times and I still can't say it right. So that was well done. Thank
0: you. I try. Um, I appreciate that. You succeed. Well, the, so this, this comes up and this is basically, it's a, it's a brain injury. It's caused by repeated blows to the head, basically over and over and over again. However, it can only be diagnosed at the moment post-mortem. There's no way that they've been able to actually diagnose this as an issue while someone is alive. In fact, Aaron. Well, well, definitively, definitively, definitively Uh, diagnosed it
1: theoretically, but yeah, yeah,
0: Aaron Hernandez is right. That's his last name, right? The, yeah the, yeah Aaron Hernandez yeah. yeah. Um they say that he actually had it. Um yeah. that they discovered bad. after it yeah, get really bad. terribly bad. Which yeah. which once you realize like what uh like once you research chronic traumatic encephalopathy symptoms, yeah. like yeah. once you actually see it it's like oh yeah almost everything that happened to Aaron Hernandez suddenly makes sense in light of this this brain
1: issue. If if you have the time check out the documentary on Netflix um very it is it is absolutely gut-wrenching um so Mm. be aware of that but it is very very good it's one of the rare um kind of not quite unbiased necessarily documentaries every every documentary is unbiased but um they're quite good another another fantastic one is uh um in the espn 30 for 30 um they go through his entire life not so much uh the, the the hernandez one really focuses on um, the murders that he committed and kind of the background of, of how he got there. Say focuses is more on his life, but it very much touches mm-hmm. that uh, and or, and I would actually, I would actually recommend this as well. Uh, watch the movie concussion. It was not uh, received well by the NFL, um, but I would watch the movie concussion um, as well to get a, a good handle. Um, there are, there are excellent Ted talks. I mean, you can just Google CTE and you'll find yeah. really good stuff on it, but a good, if you are not someone who really is that into science uh, or biology, a good kind of layman's view um, and, a, and an excellent story. Great job by Will Smith is, is to watch the movie concussion to kind of understand yep. the history of how that all yep. got started.
0: Well, and, and so here, just to walk you through CTE, there, there are a couple stages of it. So I, I just pulled up an article, uh, stage one, commonly marked by headaches, loss of attention and concentration. Some individuals experience short-term memory problems, depression, aggressive tendencies, explosivity, and executive function issues. Stage two, depression, mood swings, headache, and short-term memory loss top the list. Um, Smaller percentage of patients experience executive dysfunction, impulsivity, suicidal thoughts, and language challenges. Executive function means making decisions. Uh, Stage three, memory loss. Just everyone is aware. Yep of that. Uh, stage three, memory loss, executive dysfunction, explosivity, attention and concentration issues, depression, mood swings, visual space, visios, yeah, visual, spatial, that one's harder than encephalopathy, uh visual, spatial, visual, uh, visual, spatial difficulties and aggression and apathy also appears in this stage. um And 75% of the stage three individuals studied were considered cognitively impaired. And the final stage, uh, marked by severe cognition problems memory loss while having pro- while mi- with many having progressed to full blown dementia Profa- profound loss of attention and concentration paranoia depression gait and visual spatial difficulties executive dysfunction language difficulties explosivity and aggression parkinson parkinsonism like there's there's so many things here involved in cte that make it incredibly harmful so Malcolm Gladwell did a podcast episode actually on revisionist history about this as well. And, um, in his clip, he talks about it also. And he basically talks about how, what or the other organization do we celebrate that maims 30, maims 30% of its employees for life?
1: You could argue like coal mining, but even coal mining has regulations. Actually, you know? that's
0: that in his episode. That's what he he talks about.
1: Yeah. He talks about yeah. black
0: lung and coal mining. And when he talks about it, he basically says that, yeah, we sent miners- to the mines and thought, and, and people were saying, no, it's not a big deal. It's caused by other things. And the coal industry was even saying, no, this is being caused by other factors. And yet and when research are like,
1: no, it's,
0: it's, it's this. Yeah. And when research finally backed that up, we started handing down regulations like crazy. And yet now that research is starting to back up that at the NFL and repeated head injuries in, in football, um, are causing CTE and spiked rates, the, Um, we're, we're saying, uh, we should have a similar, we should have a similar reaction that we did to coal mining, but we don't. In fact, in fact, I read an article earlier today where someone was blasting Malcolm Gladwell for this stance and basically said, yeah, we know we, they taking a risk and, and potentially getting maimed for life. That's why we pay them so much money. That is literally what he said. This, this like random article. And I was floored by it.
1: I, you know, it amazes me for so many reasons. The, the justifications we will do <laughs> to allow comfort and nostalgia, I want to say. Societal nostalgia. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm used to. Yeah. therefore, even if the thing that I'm used to was terrible and bad, um, this is just what I'm used to. And and I do think one of the biggest evidence, uh, boxing as well, but I think one of the biggest evidences of, I mean, God forbid, the reason why boxing isn't as huge as it is today, and everyone will acknowledge this, is the fact that multiple people died um in the 20s, 30s, and 40s, there were multiple deaths from boxing and that eventually st- started people on the path to this is terrible, this is barbaric, we need to stop this. Uh, God forbid someone should die on the field, um, but should that ever happen? I mean, the NFL's going down yeah. like that it, within a decade. Hm. Um, they've managed to avoid that so far. Um, but smoking is the reason why I truly believe that the NFL's going to start going down once people started realizing that smoking was directly caused to cancer, I mean, people don't realize how many people smoked in this country in, in up to the fifties, really. Um, it was crazy. Now it's down to, I want to say 14%. Um, and that's just straight tobacco, like vapes and, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, marijuana users. That's all that's different stories. E-cigs. Those are different sets, but just it's down to 14%. Now, how 14% of the country still is allowed to do this is beyond me because even football doesn't give you secondhand CTE. But the fact that it has gone from from ridiculously high numbers, and I don't have the the stats, but I mean, seriously, Google it. Tobacco use, um, specifically cigarette use in Mm -hmm. in the 30s, just the 30s, and it's crazy, down to 14%. um, and they're saying it's going to go down to, to closer to 11% um, in the next uh, you know, five to 10 years. That means that that is how football is going to go. Um, people are going to realize that this causes a lot of issues. Um, you know, CT is permanent. You, you don't come back from it. There's no, there's no, it, it's not like it's a hamstring injury. Mm. Um, You're not coming back from that. And it's likely that you don't even know you have it, and and that, by the way, and we're just talking about CTE, just talking about CTE, we're not talking about the soft tissue injuries, the tendon injuries, mm-hmm. the arthritis that football players have. Because if that's all it was, every football player would say, "Oh no, no, no! I'd willingly trade all that." Eighty-year-old yep. knees at forty—worth it. Um, not being able to to open a jar because your hand is so, but Worth it. They would say worth it for the love of the game. But CTE is a completely different thing. And this is why the NFL should be shamed for it. Because they lied. They knew about it. And they lied. Mm. And they told the players, no, you're fine. For legal, financial, and face-saving reasons, they lied to the public and they lied to mm. the players. This is a fact. This is not, this is not me making a conjecture and a conspiracy theory, head to the hills, um, the Sunday law is coming. This is fact that came out. Yeah. Do I think that the Super Bowl halftime show was too sexual to be on television? you know what? Okay. Probably. Yeah. My natural reaction was like, eh, you didn't need a poll.
0: Yeah. I think it's great. I can great. that.
1: I think it's great that you have, you know, you're at 50, you have the money to be able to hire. I'm sure the amount of, you know, she hasn't had, you know, Lo hasn't had a full meal in probably 20 years is mm-hmm. my guess. Um, I think that's awesome. I think it's you know, good for her. Um, I should probably, I should probably eat more like her. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, instead of the, the slob that I am. Uh, thank goodness. My girlfriend is getting me on, you know, better eating pattern. Um, yeah, my girlfriend needs to goodness. get on that a
0: pronto. Yeah. All I eat e- is Taco Bell and Chipotle and she totally enables God.
1: it. Well, Chipotle's Chipotle's at least, you know, you'll get E. coli, but that again, it helps you throw up more. So I want to point
0: out my girlfriend um, is actually sitting next to me and I just want to publicly say that I love that she does that. Sure. And please keep continue
1: feeding my Taco Bell and Chipotle addiction. Thank you. That is all. About, she's, just an she's just an enabler. It's just an enabler. It's great. Um, so, but this is the reality. If this is what we're getting mad at, that's not the hill to die on. If that's the thing that we're going to oh, shame sure. the NFL about, let's talk about domestic violence. Let's talk about the fact that on the Chiefs, there's a guy who is a consistent, alleged domestic violence. and he's allowed to play let's talk about the fact that the houston astros went to the world series with a man that they specifically Mm -hmm. got knowing that he was not just accused of it but was gonna get nailed by canada until his partner went away and they traded for him fully knowing it and went to the Mm -hmm. world series and then had one of their uh, assistant GMs look at a woman who was wearing a purple bracelet and specifically go after her and target her. Mm. Because he goes, yeah, take that. You person who doesn't want men to beat women. (laughs) Let's get angry about the things that actually matter. If we're going to talk about a 13-minute promo that probably, okay, went a little bit too far. Should, you, should we as a society have known that it was going to go too far? Yeah. There was precedent. It didn't come out of nowhere. Janet Jackson alone should have told you. We never learn. But it wasn't like they all weren't. Should we have known that even if the NFL had done it, that it was Shakira and it was J-Lo who've built their lives on being attractive women? Yeah, Who are also incredibly have. talented. I, oh, I who wanna, are incredibly I talented. Add, like, do not get me wrong. Incredibly They're talented. Incredibly talented. But if you don't think them being attractive has anything to do with it, you're out of your mind, right? These are the things that they were able to, let's say even exploit. Let's use that word. They exploited, but that's not the reason why. I'd say they take advantage of it, not necessarily. They, yeah, uh, like, Let's say take yeah. advantage of it because exploit means it's like, for for they negative gains the yeah. themselves. Yeah. Um that they took advantage of. Should we have known that? Yes. Okay. J-Lo did a song called Booty for crying out loud. Which, and by the way, when we say take
0: advantage of, I just want to add further clarification there. We're saying take advantage of it in the same way that an NFL and player the, the, who's, t- yes. who's big and tall and fast takes advantage yes. of their body. advantage of their physicality. Make, yeah, yep. that's what we're saying. We're not exactly. saying this Olympian. is some shallow thing. We're saying, no. yeah. No, they financially
1: took advantage of it. It's the same, yep. it's the same
0: thing it. when someone sees someone who's six foot eight and and just
1: automatically assumes they play basketball. I mean, the blind side, Right. I mean, the family yep. took advantage of his, you know, if he was five foot eight and couldn't run, Yep. does he also get adopted? Just saying. So this is the issue that I see. And it's not to, you know, shame the blindside family, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like the, that's why they didn't make a movie about some dude named Gary Made a movie about a guy who can block at an elite level for at the NFL. Yep. And I would argue that that film took advantage of his story, right? And maybe didn't exploit it, but they definitely took advantage of his story and made a lot of money off of it. And hopefully he did too. So these are the things that I'm saying. We should have, if if for us to be offended, it would have to have come out of nowhere. It would have to have been, in my opinion, a lot more egregious than it was. It it was, all right. Yeah, it was sexual. It was. Sex isn't bad. Yeah, I was going
0: to say, I don't, I, that that on its own- doesn't, isn't you, a reason to be outraged, in my opinion.
1: If you again Period. and again, if you just moved to this country and had no clue about the Super Bowl and no clue about the 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 halftime show, I could argue saying, "Yeah, we need to be a little bit more careful." Maybe post up a warning and be like, "Hey, this is maybe not appropriate for small children." However, there's a history of it. We know that it's happened before. We know that it's going to happen again. So. Mm-hmm. We cannot play the, the clutching the pearls. This is so surprising. And this is not the hill to die on. Exactly. Because there are hills that people are dying on.
0: And we're over here talking about a halftime
1: show. And we're talking about- What's, that, what's that? We're talking show. about practice. We're talking about practice. Right? This is a thing. This is the thing that gets me, and 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 we could have an entire episode just on CTE and the exploitation. Oh, I right? think we should at some point, for sure. We could do the entire thing just on that. But talking about this reaction, this is the big thing. This is my takeaway from all of this, right? Who by us taking a stand? Okay, now I I, I will I will I will put Paul in this. Paul says, "I have become all things to all people that by some." means I may save some. So if by us saying, you know what, this was too sexual, you truly honestly believe that it's going to bring some people to Christ. If that is truly, truly honestly your intention, go for it. Yep. Go for it. Sure. If you really think this is going to bring some to Christ. I have not yet had someone explain to me other than their moral outrage I've not seen it on Twitter. I've not seen it on Facebook. I've not seen it on Instagram. How this complaining about it and and shaming the NFL has brought someone to Christ or why it would bring someone Mm -hmm. to Christ.
0: However, I would see, and I could see the potential for actually saving lives being the thing, and that being the platform. That that's th- now. Look, I get you could argue that you know not not supporting things like a raunchy Super Bowl halftime show um, could lower the value for human trafficking. Don't I? That's so loose to me. I don't. I don't think that. Look, it, it's not that direct of a cause, in my opinion, if it is at all, even remotely associated with it. With it, which it's not.
1: Pepsi is not yes. flying the girls in.
0: Right. Um, my thing is if, well, we don't know that hundred percent for sure. You, but well, that's
1: true. That's true. Um, if you're watching both halves of the game, but not the the halftime show, I mean, you're still supporting it. Mm-hmm. You're and well, still and supporting the, 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 yeah.
0: My, well, my thing is like, it's just not that strong of a connection that it's worth all of this energy to fight against in order for your cause. When you could be fighting against much more direct harmful things and using your platform more responsibly. And I would argue that much of the conversation we've had on this show is is, is doing that, talking about CTE, which a lot of people
1: don't know about. And we'll I, include links to all of this stuff in the show notes, I promise. And by the way, I, I feel personally, and this is just my personal opinion, you can get the same reaction and build a better connection if you go, man, it was so awesome to see Latinas up there on the stage for the halftime show. Something that's never happened before. I think that's awesome. It was maybe a little bit too sexualized for me. Um, but I want to celebrate you know these what? women I just and I want to I celebrate. Yep. yep. I wish they'd had more indigenous outfits. I think that would have been so cool to see, right? Let me study their indigenous. Let me study their culture where they're from. I think that is going to make much more of a connection. If you're trying to truly bring people to Christ, than you just saying, I hate, I, this is wrong. This is bad. This is terrible. Um, personally again my personal thing you can disagree yeah. with me and i'm sure I'm sure i'm gonna get emails that say they do but <laughs> to me that's the biggest thing is if you're trying to build the connection encouraging people or, or saying man Demi Lovato was so good it's so awesome to see three latina right yep and that's all you have to say and encourage the 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 clothed "quote unquote" option, which, by the way, they had clothes on. Um, they were revealing clothes, but they had clothes on. Adam Levine had his shirt off; he was half naked. So, but but the point is, that's going to make much more of a connection mm-hmm. with you. Still saying eh, it was a little too much for me, but I think that's awesome.
0: Yep, I agree. Um, And, and I think that's a, I think that's a good place for us to wrap up, which is basically like whatever your platform is, use it responsibly. Um, Use it for things that I think, not I think actually matter, but use it for things that actually matter, not things that are at best indirectly matter. And I think there are better ways to have these conversations for sure. And that's kind of what absurdity is all about. So um, I am grateful for this conversation and grateful that uh, for those of you that decided to stick around all the way through it even if you may vehemently disagree with us but if you do let us know there's contact info in the show notes as well as all of the links to this stuff the malcolm gladwell clip the revisionist history episode uh, the franklin graham facebook post all of it all of it is in the show notes for Put you
1: it up. Um, it up
0: yes the espn article on um, human trafficking around sporting events and um yeah all of it's there for you to further research we encourage you to do so Um, So you can see exactly where we're getting our information from as well. And um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Tony, you look like you want to say something. Before we finish, happy birthday, Ryan. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. There are other, there are more important things on the Super Bowl to pay attention to. Like, you know, my birthday.
1: birthday. (laughs) it's birthday.
0: All right. With that, have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next time.